Hello, everyone, and welcome to Clearly Nuts. Hey! <laughs> I'm Abby. And I'm Ange. Uh, we are two sisters who enjoy talking about random topics and going off on mostly tangents. Oh, all the time. Yeah. Um, today, we are actually going to have Ange read off some interesting facts that she found. And she actually did some research. I did, and it was interesting. More research than I will ever do for this podcast. <laughs> Combined in this one. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Ready? I'm ready because I put in a lot of time. You did. Finding these interesting facts. That they're inter- I say interesting because I didn't know about them. Some of you guys might know about some of these. Yeah. Hopefully you don't know about all of them because then you just be a smarty pants. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I picked out some real interesting ones. Okay. I thought. So, right. hold on. I'm going to, hold on. Okay. I have to interrupt. Okay, go ahead. Like I do. As always. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. Um, anybody who is listening who knows Ange will know that I found this thing really interesting. Here's a really interesting fact. Ooh, oh, hey, listen to this. Yeah, yeah. It's a very common thing. So, like, mm-hmm. it, I'm, I'm kind of going to count, actually, how many times you say interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. It's going to be a lot. Cause... Yeah, I'm going to bet more than 10. Hmm. Well, I can't bet because then I'm going to, you know, sabotage it. You're not going to think about it. Right, true. I definitely won't think about it. <laughs> Those of you, my friends, who know me, I mm-hmm. always come out with these interesting facts that end up being like common sense people already know. Yeah. But I just learned. We nod along or, you know, do the well-placed gasp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? And then switch the subject, which then tells me that they are new. That's okay, because you know what? I'm going to continue doing it because one of these times they're not going to know. That's, that's possible. Yeah. I'll give you that. Uh-huh. Sorry, you may continue. Oh, well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Sweet. Okay, Abby. Yes. Have you ever wondered? No. Okay. <laughs> I know that, but... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, please continue. Okay. Have you ever wondered why a barbershop's pole is red and white? Okay, my earlier response still stands. <laughs> no. I guess, you know, because we don't really go to barbershops, so why... Yeah. You see those poles in passing. In movies. Yeah, and you never think twice about it. Yeah. I've never wondered about it until I read about it. Oh, okay. No. So long ago. Mm -hmm. Five years ago? Um, you know, give or take a couple hundred years. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, barbers used to add to their duties bloodletting. Oh. You know what bloodletting is? Doesn't sound nice. Pretty much how it says. What, or how it is said. Uh, they used to cut a vein to allow blood to drain. Oh. I know. It was a common treatment, uh, from, like, a sore throat, and, you know, anywhere from a sore throat to, you know, diseases. How the heck? I don't miss me. I, I don't, I can't, I've thought about this for, you know, days after doing this, like, oh, oh a sore throat, how would draining blood? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I'm suffering from seasonal allergies. <laughs> you just drain some blood here. Yeah. yeah I, I, this will make me feel a lot better. It just doesn't make sense. But back then, you know, because I also think that they were doing like teas and everything and the draining. And so mm-hmm. I think when they felt better, they just chalked it up to the draining instead yeah, of not tea, green, herbal, right. yeah. honey, mixture. Nope. Okay. I yeah. think that's what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but barbers would assist. They would have barbers assist because they were so good with the knife. Okay. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm glad that they can handle a blade. Yeah, yeah. That's comforting, but not comforting. I know, because they're not supposed to cut people when they're yeah. shaving them or whatnot. Like, I feel like that's not the type of job resume you want to do. Like, hey, I cut hair and sometimes face is open. Right. And then, and then what if someone comes in for a shave and you think they're there for bloodletting? Yeah. You know, and you're starting to shave and then they, I mean, that would just be a big old. Bleed out. You know. That'd be a mess. It would be a big mess. Yeah, but I'm sure they still felt better <laughs> from some ailment. Yeah, probably. Like, yeah. Oh, I stubbed my toe last week. <laughs> Feel better yeah, after my haircut. It's already started. Yeah, well, look at that. There's no more blood <laughs> left to Exactly. Um, and then the doctors, because normally doctors would do it. And monks, actually. I also learned that monks oh. used to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, I would trust monks more than any of these other pets mentioned I know, already. Me too. They would be so soothing. Would it? Yeah. Just like... They would chant to me. Right. To sleep yes. while I bled out and died. I mean, they wouldn't let you die. They would only let out an X amount. I did not really get. They never really said how much. Okay. Maybe it all depended on the ailment. I don't know. But uh, but doctors stopped doing it because it was just too menial. I was like, yeah. <laughs> We got other things to do. <laughs> other things to cure, like a sore throat, you know. <laughs> or just, you can suffer. Yeah. Um, you guys can do it. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I thought that was very neat. Now the, well, so the red. I guess we'll get back to the colors. Oh, sorry. The yep. whole premise of this thing. Uh, the red represented the blood, and the white represented the bandages. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Blood bandages. I feel like that will, I, I, I mean, that's a marketing tool for sure, sure, but I feel like it's not the best marketing maybe tool you what, could have gone with. Maybe back then, maybe it, it let people know, hey, we do bloodletting. Maybe. That's possible. That is possible. Now, in America, it we also add in the blue for the patriotic. Of course letter. we did. Yeah. America. America. Yes. So... <laughs> Um, but then another fun fact on top of that fun fact, whoa, I think we're already at like seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I forgot to count actually. <laughs> Does anyone hear this other fun fact on top I'm, of this fun fact? We're about 20 now, okay. but yes. Uh, it is said that this is why George Washington died. I know. Because he got a haircut? Because <laughs> he thought he was getting a haircut. Uh, no, he actually had, like, a sore throat, but it was a lot worse. Like, he'd get sores in his throat. Oh, gee. And he insisted, because it helped him before, he insisted on this bloodletting. Okay. And so I, I believe one doctor was like, nah, and then he, he knew doctor that would do it. So, you know, and mm-hmm. even Martha did not want this to happen, but he did. And he, he had it done four times in a 24-hour period. And oh, my God. I think that that is probably recommended. No. I, I say that like I know, but but I would not think. I, I wouldn't even think one should be recommended, right? To be honest, but four seems a little excessive. It does, and so in this twenty-four hour period, he gave anywhere from five to seven pints of blood. Is that? I think that's a lot. I think it's a lot. I mean, how much does the body have? Uh, you know, more than that. Hundred pints. I don't know. <laughs> that I didn't research, but. 
It's not a, it's not a five to seven pints within a twenty-four hour. I think that's. I think that is a lot. Yeah. So I'm trying. Like, is that like a beer pint or is it like? Probably measured. Probably measured either. <laughs> what is a pint? I don't know. We'll just we'll just say the. It was a lot. Yes. Basically gallons. <laughs> okay. Get out of like jinx. <laughs> but I have to keep helping. And 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 There you go. Thank you. Um. Okay. Something else that I found interesting. Mm-hmm. Back in 1665, during the Great Plague in England, it was enforced for everyone to smoke tobacco in order to not get the disease. They Wait. thought, yes, well, the, the reason why, I, I, I don't know if this was the main reason, but this was the reason I found, is because the people who would come and pick up the bodies mm-hmm. were smokers. I, I, don't, I don't know if they came in with a cigarette in their mouth. I don't know. And they never got the disease. So I think they kind of were like, hey, they're oh. around these bodies all the time. They smoke. Maybe that's what's preventing them from getting it. I mean, the logic makes sense. Sure. But if that's the only factor you're looking at in these people's lives, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but but it, hang on, no. It's not done because it went even further. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't like. They had IV drips of tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they didn't check, you know, it wasn't like, oh, anyone 18 or older. No, children in school would be whipped if they refused to smoke. What? Yeah. Children had to smoke. What? The, like, that caused, I'm sure, one or two health problems down the line. I, I would think so. You're five. You're developing. Here you go. This will save your life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I Look, I don't... I can't rationalize these things. I'm just reading it. Yeah. What I well, you should have, you know, figured out... You should have traveled back in time. <laughs> To ask all these questions. Called a historian in England. Yeah. 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 I guess I could. Maybe next time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Next time we cover smoking and plagues. <laughs> I'll jump right on. Thank you. Okay. Another one. Okay. In 1935. Long, long ago. Almost 100 years ago. Oh, wow. Thanks. I know. That's so weird. Uh, a con man named Victor Lustig sold the Eiffel Tower to a scrap dealer for $70,000. What? I know. I, I, okay. I, he was a con man. He was a very good con man, I guess. I mean, to sell the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hold on. You're this scrapyard person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you see something that's hundreds of feet into the air. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, I'm just going to put that on the back of my tow wagon <laughs> truck. What? Okay, cars, I think. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, my mind's still in all the Middle Ages stuff. Um, yeah, let me just put this on the back of my little tow truck mm-hmm. and drag it across the streets of Paris. That or they lassoed it at near the top and just pulled it on down. Also not problematic in the slightest. I mean, okay, if they're going to take it down piece by piece, right? I would really hope that they would start at the top. Uh, you would hope so. Because, like, you know... But then again, someone bought this for 70000 so I don't think they were... Just timber! Yeah. Well, I mean, because, well, what, what had happened was Lustig had read in the, the... had read stories about in the newspaper. So I think this is why the scrap dealers kind of thought something, mm-hmm. because... It was in the newspapers that it was costly to maintain the tower, you know, the okay. rust and everything else. It was just, it was costly, which I can imagine, you know, mm-hmm. the thing's so tall. And so 
that's why he posed himself as a government official. Okay. So they kind of had, I mean, <laughs> I, I, maybe they didn't have badges back then, or he made. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But he even gave he gave tours to the Eiffel Tower to, oh, the, wow. to the dealers. And um, so after he took the seventy thousand, mm-hmm. he fled to Austria. As you do. Right. I mean, why not? Um, and he waited. He sat there and he waited to hear news of, you know, the, the story, the con, and just even see a picture of himself, you know, because he didn't disguise himself. It was just him. But he never did. And he was just like, oh, okay. Well, come to find out, the scrap dealer who bought it never reported it because he was embarrassed. Because he was so bad at him. Can't blame him. Yeah, I don't think I would come forward for that either. And how do you report that? What? Excuse me. I bought the Eiffel Tower, <laughs> but it's not in my backyard? <laughs> Turns out I didn't fact check this government agent, <laughs> and I may have gotten swindled. I mean, and then, how did he get caught? Like, did he start to, like, did he show up with a screwdriver to the Eiffel Tower one day? Screwdriver? <laughs> and he... The machines to start taking it down, and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, oh, that's... I know I didn't read about that. I'm just, like, picturing him at the base, like, oh, crap, I needed a Phillips. Like, <laughs> how how many screws did he finally get out before? It's like, yeah. Yeah, that is that's crazy. Yeah, okay. But that's okay. very interesting. But you know when you about that? I did. did. You can let us know. Well, I will admit that I didn't know it. Okay, well, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, it really pains me to admit it, but, you know. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see if you knew about this. Okay. Sloths, you know, sloths, the cute little slow poking. Yes, I, I love those. Mm-hmm. They can hold their breath longer than a dolphin. Wait, what? Yeah, um, you know, because you figure dolphins, I mean, you hear about them being able to hold their breath long. Can, can you guess? Can you take a guess at how long a sloth can hold their breath? Well, okay, so longer than a dolphin. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know how long dolphins can hold their breath. Mm, what a shame you don't know. S- well, I'm sorry, I'm not endless trivia facts in my brain. Mm. Um, when I tell you a fact, you act like you already know it. Okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I actually don't know either how long a dolphin can. Okay. I know that they can hold it for a while. I want to say I might have seen with my eyes 10 minutes for a dolphin. Is it 10 Give minutes? or take 10 minutes. I don't know. They can't hold their breath at all. <laughs> yeah. And they snorkel on the top of the ocean. <laughs> no, I think I did see 10 minutes before they have to come up and get air. Okay. But a sloth totally beats that. By They can hold their breath for 11 minutes? <laughs> a little bit more. Okay, you can hold their breath for 40 minutes. What the heck? I know. What they do is they slow their heart rate down. You know, they're slow anyways. Right. But they can slow their heart rate down to hold their breath. Why do they want to hold their breath? I don't know. I don't know why they would want to. That's interesting. Maybe. I don't know, because they don't go in the water, I don't think. I think they can. Oh. I don't know. I'm not a sloth expert. My apologies. So I should probably look into that. Why they would hold their breath for 40 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, you got a mouthful of leaves and you don't want to have to stop chewing. That's, you know, I would like that. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. My, like, breathing is being a hindrance to this giant 
bite of pasta. Seriously, yeah. If I was eating lasagna, oh my goodness, I would totally hold my breath and eat the whole thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it makes sense now. Or, or pizza. Yeah. Um, Sloths are obviously the better evolved. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got a lot of time to think as they're slowly moving up the curry. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so way to go. That was my sloth. That was I, good. I know, so you're not just slow animals, you can also hold your breath. I like it. I like it. Um, Abby. And you like eating sushi, right? I love eating sushi. Okay. Do you like wasabi? No. Okay. Well, we have people out there who do. Mm-hmm. Elisa, this is going to be a call out for you. I can yeah, tell it. Yes. Um, well, chances are that what you are thinking is wasabi is not real wasabi. Wait, what? Yeah. It is very expensive. In most places, substitute it with horseradish. Horseradish? Yes. Yes. Now, I don't know if they use, uh, they, you know, a coloring to go. I, I'm not 100% sure on that. But yes, yes, because it's very, it, well, the wasabi root is hard to grow and it's hard to handle. Okay. So, yeah, there's like a shortage of it. Oh. So that's why they like substitute. I'm wondering, I wonder if in Asia they have more of the authentic. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. You know? But uh, the wasabi, the actual wasabi root, is milder than what you get at a place. Really? Yes, because I, I mean, I've seen faces of people eating this wasabi um, or spreadish. I'm pretty sure I cried. Yeah, I smell it and I start, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I can instantly tell if my sushi piece has touched the wasabi. Like, I take that bite and I'm like, oh. Yeah. That's salmon had extra kick to it <laughs> well i thought maybe the wasabi would make the sushi taste better to me since i don't eat it horseradish or sushi i know oh i don't actually eat horseradish either well i don't um, think unless it's getting unless you, it's you, getting you, you mixed into crab something or christmas eve not really <laughs> well there's some horseradish in there okay but it's very mild i mean it's not a whole lot in that I'm going to tell everybody we have crab dip with wasabi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I thought that was interesting. But that is cool. Even though I don't eat sushi, um, for those who do, now I'm going to be like, <laughs> every time I see them eat wasabi. How's that horseradish? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, um, okay, another interesting fact I found that I did not know about. Okay. okay. In the Victorian era, you know, the... I feel like you have a theme today. Do I? Oh. What? What's my theme? A few hundred years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is true. Like, what? Three out of five. Yeah. True. Um, well, so you know the Victorian era. Beautiful era. Everyone was just, you see pictures and everyone was just beautiful and done up. and Those dresses that mm -hmm. would probably take half the day to get in and out exactly. of. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh. Well, there was a, uh, well, the Victorian era of Britain, so obviously over in, I don't think, was the Victorian era only over in England? I, I don't, I mean. Oh, man, great. Now I'm going to look like a fool. Obviously, I'm going to look like a fool, too, because I'm like, I got no idea. I don't know. I just, when I think of Victorian era, I think of over there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we've had it here. Please, people who know these things, yeah. leave us a comment. Yeah, let us know. Kindly yell at us. <laughs> Very kindly, though. That would be appreciated. That would be great. Yes. 
uh, what Indian who, mm -hmm. this photographer, Richard Beard. Okay. So, you know, he's going to take a picture. And what do we say now when we tell people to take a picture? Cheese. Yes, right? Because you get that cheesy grin. Yeah. Well, he had an idea for back in the Victorian era. Okay. He had people say prunes. Prunes? Don't think I didn't do this like 30 times in my head and also mouthing it. You guys go ahead, take a second, say prunes, and you see how your lips... Prunes. Because apparently... <clears throat> It would make the lips look small and refined. But I feel like they're only small and refined at the P part. Mm. Oh, yeah, because then you're getting into the mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which then looks like what when you get into the duck lips? <laughs> I do believe this is where duck lips started. So I don't know. I wonder about that. I wonder if they did. Victorian era <laughs> oh my goodness could you imagine there's got to be pictures out there i would find where like they snapped it too late and they had these people in beautiful dresses the stern look with duck lips that would be amazing recreate this please no bring God. duck lips back but you have to dress up in victorian here that would be that would be great that would be great Love. i'm gonna walk around a ren fair in a Victorian dress, <laughs> just duck lipping it everywhere. Rooms. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, what's up? Say cheese or purr. I'm going to do that next time. Please do. Oh, God. Okay. We wear like a group photo. And like, say cheese. I'm going to go purr. No, I'm going to just randomly like selfie with you and oh. and have you do it. And we'll post it somewhere. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Once we get more set up. We'll do cheese, purr. Yeah. Yeah. And you can admire. We'll get prunes at the different levels, like, you know, the different... How, like, are we just gonna, like, hold it in place? Like, do the P now. Yeah. Do the U now. Like... If our phones, they snap pretty fast, so we... That's can. true. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Yeah, I'm down. Challenge accepted. Okay. Um, okay, this was an interesting one. Abby. And? How many grapes do you think it takes to make one bottle of wine? One grape. Okay, sort of close, sort of not. Uh, 100. Um, still far off. It takes 700. What? Yes, I wonder why the vineyards are so large. So Seriously? Plentiful. Well, there goes my winemaking business idea. Yeah, you better go return that <laughs> barrel you got. Yeah, well, that's a lot of grocery store trips <laughs> to try to get grapes. <laughs> that would be a lot. Like, I'm sorry, can I buy you, you out for the week? <laughs> I will be back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even know. And if and this is another fun fact that actually I read. I don't have written down, but I'm just going to say it. Mm -hmm. uh, back in 2002 or three. Okay. Um, now, if you guys know Trader Joe's, there's a okay. uh, a bottle of wine called Two Buck Chuck. Well, Charles Shaw. What? I think it's called Charles Shaw, but we call it Two Buck Chuck. Okay, well, Mom's always said Two Buck. I thought that was the name of it. <laughs> Anyways, so, they, yes, the Two Buck Chuck. This article called it Two Buck Chuck. Well, no, because I've gone to Trader Joe's for her, and, and she's like, "Ask someone." I was looking around for Two Buck Chuck, <laughs> and I couldn't find it. And then I saw like a whole bunch of wine, so I like called Mom. I was like, "There's something called Charles Shaw. It's I can't find." <laughs> yeah, no, no. Well, that's what's funny in the article. They did call it Two Buck Chucks. Okay, that makes it better. And so it. Guys, I'm not trying to make you seem dumb, but it, it was only two bucks. Just FYI, two bucks. Okay. Um, 
I mean, I don't know. I might have thought there was 10 if someone didn't say that to me. Okay. Anywho. Um, so back in 2002, 2003, the Two Buck Chuck wine went into this prestigious wine, uh, what would you call like it? A competition, like a competition? Like a tasting? Yeah, like a tasting competition. And you know, it, you know, those wines are probably hundreds of dollars, oh, everything. So back in 2002. They have like 800 grapes in them. <laughs> it went the extra mile. Uh, but yeah, so back, back then, early 2000s, uh, they beat out. 2,300 other wines. Ones. <laughs> Are you serious? That's amazing. If I made the two buck chuck, I would, that trophy would be yeah. in my, like, first thing you see when you come to the house. Oh, absolutely. Beat out of 2,300 probably amazing wines, expensive wines. Oh, my God. Two buck chuck got it. That's impressive. I, I thought so, too. I like it. Okay. Um, Mom, you have great taste in wine, I is what we just did. learned. Exactly. Um, okay, we're going to go switch over to Dr. Seuss. <laughs> That's okay, hold on. <laughs> That's a complete 180. We go from bloodletting mm -hmm. to wine yep. to, to sloths. Prunes. To prunes. To duck lips, yes. <laughs> um, and now Dr. Seuss, I'm ready. Well, okay. I thought this was very interesting. Okay. I did not know this. Dr. Seuss wrote books. He did. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> um, well... So we all know the book Green Eggs and Ham. Yeah, it's classic. Yes, totally. Well, he only wrote that because he was, it was for a bet he made with someone. Well, someone actually made the bet with him. Okay. Uh, it was back in 1960, and the bet was that he could not write a book that was 50 words or fewer. Oh. And Green Eggs and Ham is exactly 50 words. Oh, geez. And he won $50, which is about 300 and something today. All right, worth it. I mean, now royalties. Well, I don't know if he's still. I think he's dead. Sorry. <laughs> we obviously don't fact check anything. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know Dr. Seuss was going to be mentioned, so I couldn't <laughs> fact check that. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it probably means so much. I mean, because it's so popular. It's there's like the, the TV popular. show. It's the most popular book. Yeah, I mean, there's like the Redfish, Bluefish, something fish. Oh, man. <laughs> Two fish. No. Redfish, Blue. Uh, Bunch of fishes. There was one that has fishes. Another was a redfish. And yeah. Oh, and then there's the Lorax. That's well, Seuss, right? As a kid, I just remember those two, the fish and the Yeah, I think the movie made Lorax yeah. more famous than it was. Because yeah, I never knew that story until I watched yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't so. either. So yeah, no, that's definitely one of the more popular ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are we good or do I have time for one more? I think you can do one more. Okay. I'll allow it. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, quick check out my contact. Tell one of us. to the other <laughs> Okay, now I found this very interesting. We're up to like 49 now. <laughs> um, the world's largest waterfall. Can you guess where it is? Is it like Niagara Falls or something? That's a really weird question. Uh, it, it, okay, where is it? Um, oh. uh, Asia? I don't know. I don't know. Do you answer to your question? No, okay. Okay, no. The world's largest waterfall is actually underwater. What? I know. I kind of don't want to go there. I, I want to go there. You guys Google. You guys need to Google this. The aerial views are amazing. Eddie, do it after the show. Yeah. Um, it is between Greenland and Iceland. It is, it's called the Denmark Strait Cataract. Okay. Um, it is three times the height of the tallest land waterfall. 
with oh my god skull. okay well i was really off on that first guess it's okay because i i forgot no i <laughs> i never knew uh where angel falls is so <laughs> i could have well good job okay but it's angel falls you guys move <laughs> um it drops water at a staggering eleven thousand five hundred feet oh my god but yeah it's aerial views and you can you can see because it's like an island right over there and you can just see the cave like uh like where the ground just opens up and you see this water rushing in the water and it's because of like the the cold water that's many years old yes, huh? they, they gave all the great facts about it but you're not going to break down the like chemical composition and how know. much salt is in there Oh, man. Sorry, guys. Tune in next week for biology lessons with Ange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's insane, though. Yeah. And it, I'm telling you guys, go look at the pictures. It's beautiful. I would like to visit probably only in the sky, because obviously you can't see it if you're on the land, and I don't want to be in the water, because it probably yeah. sucks you right down. We'll just be on, like, an inner tube. Oh, yeah, sure. It sucks you right down. Because it's actually really close to the surface, according to what I... <laughs> I mean, I... Okay, if the water's super clear, I guess it could be a lot further down than what I think, but when you look at it, it doesn't look that far from okay. the surface of the water. I'm I'm absolutely going to be yeah, on the side Yeah, after. for sure. So, yeah. So that's, uh... Okay. No, these were good ones. All right. All right. So you didn't know? Did you know? No. Oh, at least. I, uh, okay, hold on. I mean, no, I, I knew all of these. I stumped the bookie. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I'll give you that. And by bookie, I don't mean, like betting bookie and then oh yeah i enjoy reading yeah um i do like knowing useless facts yeah that will never come up in any trivia (laughs) which is heartbreaking yeah where's category of abby's useless knowledge (laughs) for 200 alex (laughs) but oh rest in peace um sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry it was just it it came out like a wheel for no, that, I'll take I for 200, Ange. <laughs> no, but that, that was good. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Plenty more. So if we decide to do this again, which I think we will. I, well, I would like to do it again. Okay, fine. I guess yeah. if I have time. Oh, can you please crayon me in? Yes. In pencil. In, I said crayon. Oh, <laughs> And he's a cram. No, cram you in. I mean, it probably sounded like it, but no, crayon. Crayon. An erasable crayon? No. Oh. No, because I want it in bright, bold colors. And you don't think really big, you know, crayons. Yeah, I'm going to get you the jumbo crayons. You can't miss it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. No, thank you, everybody, so much for joining us. Thank you. Um, We will be back with either more interesting facts or stories or whatever Mm -hmm. while we are currently working on our series of crazy laws in each state. Oh, my God. So that's going to be fun. They are crazy. It's pretty funny. I can't wait for that. It's very funny. All right, everybody. Have a great day uh, slash night, whatever it is. (laughs) See you next time. All right. Bye. Hey, Abby, guess what? What? I burned all your books. What?